You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. I'm John Herflin from our Treasury Unit and joining me on this week's podcast is our Chief Economist, Oliver Mangan. Now the PMI index is an indicator that provides a measure of the health of the industry, Ollie. If I can start with the Irish manufacturing PMI data, the reading indicates continued improvement to the manufacturing sector. It's at 52.3 for August. It has fallen back from its near two-year highs in July of 57.3. Ali, can you illuminate what this month's number means for our listeners? Okay, well, as you say, it fell back sharply from 57.3 to 52.3 in August. Now, that still is the second highest reading in the past 16 months, which is welcome, obviously. That level for the index is consistent with improving conditions in the sector. I suppose the fallback is not surprising, given the pickup of new coronavirus cases over the past month, both in Ireland and elsewhere. And the Irish reading of 52.3, well, that lies between the readings we have for the Eurozone of 51.7 and the US of 53.6. So we're somewhere in between the two. Overall, though, there was a further good rise in output. The reading was strong for output levels in the month. But it's concerning to see, I think there's a lot of signs of caution in the sector. There were some concerning aspects to it. Growth in orders slowed a lot, suggesting some weakening in demand. And that may feed through to lower output over the next couple of months. That was something of a worry. Stocks of both finished goods and inputs continue to decline in August. You know, firms are looking to still minimise inventory levels in the very uncertain environment. And, you know, despite the rise in output, the good rise in output in the month, employment also declined. And then firms' expectations, they're still relatively positive, but there's some softening there relative to June and July, and they remain below their long-run trends. So I suppose overall what the survey is showing is that the recovery of manufacturing activity is continuing, but firms are certainly cautious. You can see that in terms of the orders. You can see it in terms of the rundown of inventories, further cuts in terms of workforce numbers, and in terms of expectations. And I suppose that's not that surprising, given the heightened uncertainty there is out there about the course of the virus, future demand, and general business conditions. And Ali, if we looked at the Irish Services PMI data that I have yep. also sponsor, reading this month is at 52.4 for August. That is up slightly from July of 51.9. And I suppose traditionally you have said it means that we're still in kind of expansion territory. But I know yep. from listening to your comments there, there's still obviously a lot of challenges going on in the economy. Can you give us some yeah. insight into this number and what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, the manufacturing one was relatively okay. Not at the same levels of readings, but traditionally in the Irish case, we've had very strong growth in services sectors in recent years. And that actually is still a relatively low reading for the Irish services sector, 52.4. To put it in context, the index was at 59.9 in February before the coronavirus erupted. So we've still some way to go to get back up to those sort of levels. Also, given the extent that the lockdown, which greatly impacted the, the services sector in quarter two, we'd have hoped for a stronger rebound in activity in July and August, and it hasn't come through. And when I compare it to the US or the UK and the US, you know, the PMI readings are much stronger. They're at 60.1 and 54.8, respectively, for, for August. Now, the Irish figure is better than the rest of the Eurozone. The flash at PMI for the Eurozone actually fell back a bit to 50.1. But normally, we'd expect to see much higher figures for Ireland. I'm a bit disappointed we haven't seen a, a much bigger bounce back in July and August as the economy reopens. And when you get into the detail, you can see, again, the more the manufacturing side, this is a partial recovery, a lot of caution out there. In terms of the service sector, there's four large sectors covered in the survey. 
and output only expanded in two. That was business services and the technology stroke telecom sector. In the other two, which are financial services and transport, tourism and leisure, business activity continued to contract. And looking at some of the details in the survey, new orders remained at subdued levels. And that was due largely due to very weak, actually, foreign orders, foreign demand. And that weakness in export orders was evident across all those four subsectors. And as a result, order backlogs continued to decline. And then, you know, with demand soft, spare capacity rising, and what we saw also, a margin squeeze, input costs rose, a downward pressure on output prices against all that background, it's not that surprising that firms continued to cut their workforces. So employment contracted for a sixth consecutive month. And again, the more the manufacturing side, the 12-month outlook remained positive, but it's eased back from its levels in June and July. And again, it's, it's well below its long-term trends. So what I would say is the PMI reading, okay, it's good to see continuing rising output, but they do point to continuing challenging conditions in the services sector. A lot of caution about the outlook. And I suppose it's not that surprising. I mean, social distancing is impacting in a lot of the services sectors. You think of the restaurants, uh, you think of the transport, tourism, leisure sector. So we haven't really, as an economy or a country, fully emerged from the lockdowns. We've seen the reimposition of partial lockdowns, new measures, certain counties being locked down. And that's all feeding through in terms of, I suppose, sentiment in the sector, activity in the sector. We've a long road to go here to get back to anything like normal activity. And Ali, one final question on the, on the point. If you look at the PMIs collectively then, and just to touch on some of the themes you're saying, is it fair to say that we're seeing a modest expansion, but at this point in time, we'd hope for a much greater expansion given the contraction that happened during the earlier months of the COVID pandemic? Yeah, that would be particularly true the services sector. Is it manufacturing? The, the services sector usually comes in much harder than the manufacturing sector. So the manufacturing sector has recovered and it wasn't as badly impacted, in all fairness, by the lockdown. We know that large parts of the service sector of the economy were put into lockdown and some of them haven't even reopened yet. So I think, yes, output's recovering, activity's picking up, but, you know, headwinds are made in place, orders are not running to high levels. There's a lot of caution in the sector. Employment continues to be contracted in both sectors, manufacturing services. So, as we know, it, it argues for the need for continued accommodative monetary policy by central banks, which are seen, and ongoing government supports. And we did have the July stimulus package and a promise of more will come in the budget in October. And particularly the services sector, you know, these data show that that support is needed for to get these sectors not just reopened, but returned to more normal business conditions. And I think probably the reality is until we make major advancements in therapeutic treatment or we get a vaccine, you know, the business conditions are going to remain difficult for these sectors. They're going to be impacted by social distancing rules, maybe partial lockdowns, etc. And the damage that does to confidence, the uncertainty it creates. So these are challenging business conditions for the services sector in particular, but also manufacturing. Ali, as always, thank you for your time and thank you to our customers and listeners for joining us today. Stay close to all our podcasts by pressing the subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. For any customer impacted by the pandemic, you can find details of AIB support packages at aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC. 
authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.